Welcome to episode 38 of the Search with Candor podcast, recorded on Friday the 29th of November. My name is Mark Williams-Cook, and hooray, I'm joined by Rob again. Hello. <laughs> uh, today, we are going to be talking about optimization score and the traps in Google Ads. So I think this is going to be really, really helpful if you are a small, medium business, or you're fairly new to AdWords, and if you're really experienced at AdWords, I think this episode might be quite cathartic for you. So earlier in the year, I was invited by a very nice chap called Joe Glover to speak at one of his events. So Joe runs uh, an event called the Marketing Meetup. Um, and the Marketing Meetup runs all over the UK now and actually I think I saw he just recently has launched in New York as well. It's a really friendly uh, meetup. It follows the same kind of formula as a lot of the SEO PPC meetups in that he gets speakers but he, he gets them to talk about all aspects of marketing and Joe asked me, I think it was like the beginning of this year, to come and do a talk to his audience about Google Ads but specifically for kind of small businesses, people on smaller budgets, that kind of thing, and, and what would be practical and, and helpful for them. And I kind of thought, oh, wow, you know, firstly, it's lucky it's not an advanced thing because I won't have to bug Rob. And uh, I, I sat down and thought what things would actually really help someone on a smaller budget or just beginning with Google Ads. And where I actually got to with this, and it, I think it went down really well, was... It was basically avoiding the the traps that Google Ads lays for you when you set up the accounts. And this is really what we're going to be talking about this episode. So, I mean, I, at that time I spoke about, so if you set up like a new Google account now, the, the process is a little bit sort of insidious in that you go through this uh, sort of really, they, they, they repackaged it a few times because you used to have uh, like AdWords Express, and now you've got like these smart setups. But what they're trying to do basically is get you to opt in and turn on or leave on, I should say, because a lot of them by default certain options. So the things I mentioned were things to watch out for, like when you're being told to put keywords in, as we all know, that the default match type is broad, which means you know you can put in what you think are some fairly targeted or niche keywords, and actually by default you'll be bidding on all kinds of things. And that falls into this Google approach of broad to narrow. And they they sell this on the basis that, hey, we're doing you a favor here because you might miss some opportunities. If you choose some really specific keywords, you might miss out all these other things people are searching for. And this, this kind of broad to narrow approach is you'll push towards in everything um, every kind of stage of this setup. So there's things like you'll be by default opted in to the search partner network. And like search partner network, Rob, that's not something generally when you're setting up accounts, new accounts, I guess that you do normally immediately. No, it really depends on the sector. Uh, typically, I want to make sure that a new account has the highest return on investment. So 
typically I won't automatically opt them in. I'll always opt out. And, and we've we've spoken before about the, the stuff like the location targeting, like the default option for that is, uh, or it was always the people in that location or interested kind of in that yeah. location. And you have to go into, you had to go into advanced settings. You know, I wouldn't really class that as an advanced setting to, to make it just people in that region. And I think we touched on as well how, um, that's, they've changed that again now, actually. So it's it's just really people that are interested, isn't it? You have to actually exclude countries That's manually. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there's this whole very debatable um, in value story about all the different automated bidding strategies. So actually, it's quite hard to set up an account now um, with manual uh, manual bidding. You know, if it, if you're new to Google Ads. And you try and select manual biddings, you get all these warnings saying, you know, warning your account performance may be lower with manual bidding. One of the things that always makes me laugh now is when you set up a campaign and it automatically opts you into the display network for a search campaign. And if you try to opt out, you get a warning message that says, are you sure you don't want to reach millions more people? (laughs) Of course, to a layman, they'd be like, well, of course I do. I want to reach those people. So they opt in. I notice it does the same when you try and opt out for the uh, the search partners. I think the message says something along the lines of, uh, it comes up with a little exclamation mark to get yep. you on your toes. And then it says something like most advertisers opt in to the search partners network. And mm-hmm. it's just like, well, of course they do because it, you've, ta- you've ticked it by default. It doesn't say on average people make more money or... <laughs> you know, any kind of performance criteria. It just says more people do this. And actually, when you're dealing with things, when you're dealing with bidding environments, competitive bidding environments that are essentially zero-sum games, it doesn't actually pay to do what everyone else is doing. A lot of the times, the most effective strategy is actually to do things slightly differently, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, So what we actually want to talk about is drumroll optimization score so optimization score um so wasn't actually around for the longest time so the longest time when i managed as it was google adwords account we didn't have optimization score but it's something that has come in now and i've noticed it's creeping more and more to the forefront of the of the google ads kind of platform and i've seen lots of people i know there's lots of frustration in the Google kind of ads manager agency community about this optimization score. Um, so do you want to take us through, Rob, like, you know, start, what is optimization score? Where do you see it? And what is it? What does it do? Sure. Okay. Well, optimization score really has been around since last year, since around 2018, when Google started pushing the recommendations tab. And I'm sure most advertisers that work in Google Ads have seen the recommendations tab by now is essentially what it suggests. It's a tab that highlights recommendations that Google is suggesting that you apply to your account along with various issues or fixes it thinks it has found on your account. And inside the recommendations tab, Google will include this optimization score, which is a percentage figure, um, obviously between zero and 100%. Um, and the way it works, the more Google recommendations or fixes that you apply from the recommendations tab, the higher the optimization score will increase. So I noticed the other month that Google's quietly been rolling out optimization score as a default metric 
in some Google Ads accounts. So for some advertisers, they will log into their Google Ads account and the first thing they will see in their next to their clicks and impressions is a new tab now, a new column that says optimization score, which could obviously be anywhere between 0% and 100%. So that's when you say default metric, you mean that's actually just on the default table view of, of yeah. Google Ads? Um, yeah, so I mean, I have lots of custom built um, columns that I use for every advertiser that I, that I preset that are saved for each account. And I found that they snuck their way into my saved <laughs> my saved comments. Like, what is oh, this? Oh, really? The yeah, custom ones as absolutely, well? Absolutely, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So people are probably being uh, going to become a lot more aware of optimization score because of that. And before optimization score was a thing, um, Google account managers and agency liaison staff at Google would have a similar process, I guess, to the recommendations tab where they would analyze an account and they would work with you and speak with you um, and highlight things that they thought were missing from the account or new initiatives that they'd been working on at Google that they'd released that you weren't trialing. They would call you up every month or so or email you regularly to say, hey, notice you've not trialed this out yet. So in my opinion, the recommendations tab and, and optimization score is, I guess it's a, it's a stage up from that where it takes a lot of the pressure off Google staff um, to try and push you to use these new initiatives. So is it before, would you say, the account managers at Google were more manually looking at the account and then going through? There was an element of that, but they also had a Google Sheets system that would scour the account and highlight things in red that were missing or, or um, and give you a, they would give you an agency score as well and tell you um, how you compare to other agencies in terms of usage. Um, and I'm sure they probably had a very similar thing as well for um, for advertisers that didn't work with an agency but had an in-house team working on the pay-per-click account. But going back to optimization score, um, everyone loves or hates a vanity metric. And in my opinion, optimization score is a vanity metric. Um, so people logging into their accounts and they see a low optimization score, many advertisers will, will want that score to say 100% because they see it, I guess, as a reflection of their optimization abilities. Well, it is called optimization score. Exactly. So, <laughs> so with a simple click of a button or two, um, that percentage can increase. But the main question is, what is optimization score? Uh, well, just to be annoying, I'm going to tell you what it is not. It is not quality score. Uh, so it's not a metric that influences your ad rank in any way, shape or form. It's just a metric whose primary purpose is to highlight campaign opportunities, potential account repairs or highlight missing elements of a campaign that may or may not help to improve your performance. So I guess the easiest way to get a handle of how optimization score works is to just navigate to the recommendations tab and have a look at the things. First of all, have a look at your optimization score and see what recommendations Google is suggesting you apply to increase it. If you hover your mouse over the optimization score metric, a little message appears from Google explaining what it is. And I'm just going to read it out here. It says, your optimization score is an estimate of how well your account is set to perform. Apply the recommendations below to help your campaigns perform better and raise your optimization score. So by looking through the various recommendations that Google provides, you'll see that it applies a score uplift if you apply the respective recommendation. 
So it's actually it's literally just based on when you click on those things and they're done. It's not based on any type of feedback of performance. No, okay. no. Um, so in theory, if you were to apply every recommendation in the recommendations tab, your optimization score could increase to one hundred percent. Although it can actually get higher than one hundred percent depending on what you've applied beforehand. Um, but interestingly, if you dismiss a recommendation that will also increase your optimization score because that recommendation no longer exists. So if your, rec if your optimization score was 80% and Google said, if you double your budget, you'll get an optimization score uplift of 20%. If you decide not to apply that and you just dismiss it, your optimization score would still go up by 20%. If only work worked like that. Exactly, yeah. Just press no. <laughs> I just, just keep dis pressing no. Just dismiss those <laughs> tasks you gave me, yeah. so... <laughs> Um, but actually, it's, it's funny that you should say that because just as scarily um, and equally, you could just press yes all the time, as I'm sure people have when they've gone into the recommendations tab and say, oh, I want some of that 100%. Yes, yes, yes. Apply, apply, apply. Um, so if you're really bothered about the optimization score and the figure it's showing you and you don't want it to be lower than 100%, you can literally just press dismiss to everything. And the recommendations will disappear and you'll have a nice shiny 100% optimization score. How does how does this fit in though? Because I've seen a lot of the frustration around optimization score be around the Google account managers. So the account managers are the people that will be assigned to work with those running Google Ads accounts, mm -hmm. which will be both agencies and clients directly. And from what I've heard people complain about is the pressure they've been under essentially to apply all of the things yes. on those optimization and, scores. And as a manager myself, I am often under pressure by clients. Um, I try to be good today. I try to start off with the benefits of the recommendations tab, but you've swayed me into the dangers of the recommendations <laughs> tab. So I'm going to have to start with the dangers. But um, I think most important the most the biggest danger to advertisers who don't question the recommendations uh, that's the biggest danger those that just click on apply um, because as you say they're under pressure from the advertiser to have this 100 percent optimization score which actually has nothing to do with business performance kpis or any real actual optimization and interestingly if you look at the recommendations that provide the biggest uplift they're always one of two things, budget and bid strategy. So if you want to get the biggest increase to optimization score, Google says increase your spend. Well, that's got nothing to do with optimization. I could spend thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds more per day and not actually get anything out of it other than wasted spend and lower profits. So um, there is an argument there that Google isn't really looking at your best interest for a lot of the score. Now, interestingly, there are some really positive things that the recommendation tab will also highlight, such as missing site link extensions, um, negative keywords that are um, stopping campaigns from running. Um, now, those things provide the lowest optimization score uplift. But in my opinion, they're the things that influence business performance and can help increase conversion. So it's interesting that it, it puts a lot of its... Um, influence to optimization score on spend um, mm. so i guess um, the cynics among us would say that optimization score um, is there i guess for google to help hit its business targets um, 
but of course there are there are very positive things about the recommendations tab i i mean the, the spend thing can fall into that um broad to narrow narrative of if you have low spend too much of it will be going to sort of your core if you like keywords and if you do have a strategy that's relying on say broad match rather than doing the narrow to broad thing of specifying exact or closed variant matches to force budget into mm -hmm. them that you might miss out so i can see how if you followed their recipe of organizing the account it would certainly cost you more yes but i can see how they would explain that yeah. in terms of that you need where well, you need to spend more because otherwise it's just going to go on these keywords and you're missing out on mm. all these look what you could have won well it's interesting <laughs> i'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent now beg your pardon but um google recently removed the ability to change your budget delivery settings most of my campaigns used to be set to accelerated um but occasionally i'd set them to standard and that was often a recommendation in the tab it was always remove them remove your budget delivery from accelerated and put it to standard because we know best now what i've found is that since they've removed accelerated delivery all of my budgets um when i have a limited budget they're not being spread evenly throughout the day they're always being used up really early on in the morning now so google's google should actually be looking at that and spreading it throughout the day but it's not and what i'm finding more and more is the recommendations tab is telling me that i need to increase my budget because i'm missing out on people during the day just thought that was an interesting uh, wow. thing to think about there. I'd love to hear if anyone else has that same experience as well. Because uh, the Google Ads training documentation that Google gives was quite specific around how they spent budgets in terms of accelerated hmm. and standard delivery. And the idea behind standard delivery was they would spread out your budget to last you across the day. But now I'm finding that I come into work in the morning sometimes and my budgets are spent already and I don't have the option. of. And you get in really early. I get in very <laughs> early. <laughs> Not as early as you, though. Um, now, you mentioned earlier about how this impacts the actual pay-per-click manager. And I have to say, I think there's another danger here, which is that the recommendations tab or optimization score can cause distrust among clients and their pay-per-click managers or employers and their in-house pay-per-click employees who they've employed to, you know, to have the pay-per-click expertise and manage the account. And I think there's a danger that if top-level decision makers in business um, who don't have much experience with Google Ads, if they log in and they see a low optimization score, they might question the skills of the person managing the account. Um, you know, those who actually know what they're doing and I said, well, why is the optimization score only 60%? Why have you not applied these recommendations? Apparently, you're missing out on lots of traffic because you haven't pressed the supply button. You know, what am I paying you for? I can do this myself. Well, I've, I've actually seen now two cases where an agency has reported that their Google account manager has directly contacted the client about mm. the agency not implementing their suggestions that came from optimization scores so they phoned up the client and said hey you know we're trying to get the best for your account and your agency hasn't applied this this and this and we told them to for best performance mm. which obviously if, if that happened to us I'd, I'd be pretty mad yes <laughs> yes um yeah absolutely um and as you say google 
will prefer advertisers to go for the broadest advertising mm. approach first. Um, so I think that's something maybe to those who are listening that are running paid search accounts or have someone doing it for them, do bear this in mind about optimization score and take that, you know, certainly with minimally, we can say at the moment, with a pinch of salt yeah. and listen to the person that's, that's doing it for you. Because even though it has the word optimization in it, it doesn't actually really reflect the optimization of the account mm. or your business objectives or strategy. I think that's probably a, the most important thing to consider. Um, and actually going back to accelerated delivery being removed as an option, um, I, I wonder if the recommendations tab is partially used by Google as a, as a research exercise to see why there is low uptake for certain tools. Um, and because when you dismiss a recommendation, you can actually give your reason why. So that's invaluable information for mm. Google, you know, and one of the options is, I don't think that this would improve performance. Now, if enough people press that, Google then has a decision to make. Does it just do away with that entirely if no one's using it? Or does it make people have to use it by removing it as an option, such <laughs> as the case of, uh, of the budget delivery option? Um, I mean, I've, I've found it useful sometimes. So there are some useful things for the uh, optimization score. So I think one of the most helpful ones is when you are running big campaigns, lots of ads is when you've missed or there's a new opportunity for things like different types of ad extensions, because it can be really difficult sometimes to manage which ad extensions are appropriate and keeping track of which ones are and aren't applied. Right? Exactly. And if you're really knee deep in optimization and you're carrying out requests from the client or there's been a huge campaign you've been working on, you know, it's very easy to, to sometimes um, lose sight of a specific tiny little thing that has been used across the entire account but is missing on one campaign. The recommendations tab is great for highlighting that. Um, and, you know, it's good for little quick wins and just tidying up the account and finding potential issues. So, yeah, absolutely. It's always a good thing to look at in case there is something obvious that's missing from the account. So do you think we're still quite far away from someone new being able to run a Google Ads campaign through the advice you're getting in the optimization score recommendations tab? I would definitely say so yes um i mean you used the example earlier of the um sort of smart express setup that they used to use it's interesting because i think a campaign is most likely to fail for a new business who's just dipping their toes into google ads for the first time if they go through that setup process mm -hmm. and they're going to potentially spend a thousand two thousand three thousand and eventually going to say well it's not doing anything so google ads just doesn't work in my mind, it makes sense to go in slowly, see results, and then expand. Um, so I, I'm curious as to why Google has taken this approach, personally. But I mean, I've had discussions with a, a few people about this, and I personally think it it does partly have to do with if Google had the default setup, say, to closed variant for when you put keywords in. I do think not enough people that are new, which I imagine still makes a significant proportion of the Google Ads population understand that much about how those keyword matching options are working. And they probably would just type in a few keywords. And we know that, you know, the long tail does make up the majority of searches. So we need to use some kind of matching to find them. And um, secondly, I think it is beneficial for Google in terms that 
if everyone took this, say, efficient, narrow to broad approach of, okay, we'll start with some some closed variant with some phrase match and we'll slowly expand and we'll re- keep wastage to a minimum and we'll put things that work into their own campaigns and drive maximum budget to them. What would happen, I think, is all of these keywords are going to approach an equilibrium for what they're worth and be fairly static. Whereas if you've got lots of new companies trying turning their hand to Google Ads and using automated bidding strategies, using broad match, a lot of people will pay over the odds to begin with or will raise the price on maybe keywords that aren't worth that much. And that impacts everyone, the whole the whole ecosystem, because as soon as someone starts rocking the boat and putting prices up, prices go up for everyone and then everyone's in the, you know, and then all the sort of automated stuff kicks in and mm. I'm sure some people will, their account cost per click will creep up above what's really acceptable and and then like you say those people will fall by the wayside and say oh google ad doesn't work and they'll stop and then the price you know the price per click isn't instantly going to drop back down there's going to be sort of momentum as it goes back down so i think it's people entering into google ads making a splash is kind of beneficial in terms of profit (laughs) yeah it's funny actually riding on those trends um it makes me think of when i first started learning pay-per-click on google ads or adwords um it was around about the time where people advertisers had learned that it was much better to bid on the long tail niche keywords because a they were cheaper and b they converted higher and after a while the cost per click on those terms started getting high so i um i got to the point where i thought well i i want to try out these broader keywords that people used to bid on because they're cheaper maybe even though they convert lower fewer people are now bidding on them so for quite a long time i rode on the fact rode on the rave of um, people not actually bidding on those really broad terms and i had really good success for a while Mm. and then um and then it balanced out as you said and the trends changed and people started doing that again and the cost per click lowered on the longer tail terms and then they increased again on the broad terms and it it did kind of balance itself out But what I have found is that since there's been this huge push for um, automated machine learning bidding or smart bidding strategies, that the cost per click has been getting higher. Now, I can't obviously attribute it to that, but the Google Ads cost per click has got significantly higher in the past 12 months. And if, if more and more advertisers have a maximized clicks bidding strategy, then surely... Um, someone's going to bid for a higher position the machine learning is going to say well we want you know you've chosen to have maximized clicks so we're going to increase your bids and then everyone's bids are going to increase if they're not setting caps in place so there's no human control in place monitoring the average cost per click as you say there's not an equilibrium in place is potentially going to get higher well it'll find i guess it'll find an equilibrium much faster which means the costs will won't creep up as people bounce backwards and forward manually adjusting things the machine will play each other or play itself because it's all one machine but it would it would take my guess would be it would take the cost per click much faster to the acceptable maximum where people will keep paying basically time will tell <laughs> but so we, but we essentially covered what we what we said right near the beginning there about sometimes it's advantageous to do things other people aren't doing in these bidding environments like Mm. when you said there was that trend where everyone kind of went a bit more long tail and the prices went up and now it's kind of settled where you know if you look at terms like car insurance they may well be cheaper 
than something like you know buy car insurance online because it's mm-hmm. got a higher intent term and yes. we all know that they're, they're valuable so have you got any closing kind of recommendations for those people in google ads about optimization score that are maybe getting started um take it with a pinch of salt which i think is something i have said on every single po- podcast i've ever done with you mark so <laughs> i'm getting bored of hearing myself say it just i think it's more than a pinch though isn't it, it let's be honest it's, it's like a couple of tablespoons yeah a palmful of salt um too much salt's bad for you but in this case i think the yeah. more salt the better just you know look at the recommendations tab and decide whether the recommendations it's suggesting are relevant just this morning i looked in the recommendations tab before this podcast actually and one of them was add 100 new keywords for an uplift of 10 percent optimization score and i looked at the keywords and they just were not relevant at all so just have a look and just you know you know your account you know your business you know your sector google does not and i guess my throw in for that would be if you're the person not managing the account and you are looking in talk to the person that is actually managing it before you come to any conclusion about how well they're doing their job based on this number that we know isn't directly related to performance. Absolutely. That's all we've got time for. We've been about half an hour again already. It goes quick, huh? It does. And we will see you in one week's time going into December. So post Black Friday coming up to Christmas. Have a great week. Goodbye. Thank you.